Hey there, guys, and welcome back to Trans Talk for Men. I'm your host, Eric, with my co-host, Chris. Chris. What's going on, everybody? Hey, what's going on, man? Um, so, Chris, uh, I want to I want to jump right into this real quick, and it's not it's not so much the show topic, guys. We got a good show lined up for you. Don't worry, we're just gonna talk some <laughs> some dumb shit later, but uh, or you. some dumb shit right now, not dumb shit later. Well, we can talk a little bit of dumb shit later anyway. Yeah, we got um, we have something dumb lined up. Oh yeah, I, I can't oh, yeah. <laughs> wait for this. I can't wait for this to be fucking stupid at the end. It's so good. I love it. Um, Chris, we had a date on Thursday, and you never showed up. What the hell happened? Actually, I know what happened. See, I, I usually ask what happened. Oh, uh, I'm but, like, we had a date. What? Huh? No, you and I had a yeah, date. Yeah, we had we a play had date. A date. And uh, <laughs> you never show up. You you, you left me there. No, all, yeah, I did. all alone. So so tell us what yeah. tell us what happened. This is ridiculous. Like I can't believe it took I can't believe it took this long to yeah. do. Yeah, I've I've just had a, a a long journey with AT and T. Yeah. Um, they just have not been my best friends. So I got internet service. I have to get internet service from AT and T. This they're the only people that service our building. And um, man, my internet's just been dropping in and out. So. I, I've been fine with not gaming because I've just been so tired from work. But then, you know, Eric finally got online, so it was time to game up again, and then it just wouldn't work. I was hoping and praying it would just be good for once, and it wasn't. So, no. uh, yeah, I couldn't. We couldn't get in a party chat. We couldn't do anything. So we, you know, because if you guys don't know, Eric and I, you know, we spent we spent a lot of time over the past year playing playstation and just chatting it up so yeah just hanging out well we just yeah, hang out that's because... how we hang out is we hang out and play video games <laughs> well yeah because you and i are co-hosts but we we're friends before that like yeah we just bro out and hang out and stuff like that and we did Absolutely. that long before the pod um <laughs> so and... yeah at&t fucked it all up my internet just crapped out and and actually my playstation crashed Oh. Like the, I was trying to do like a speed test, and it just the internet was so fucked up, it just didn't know what to do. So, anyways, fast forward. After this, that was the last straw. Like I called AT and T and had a guy come in uh, this morning. Yep. So we got there, and you know, and, and actually that's why I pushed our, our record time back at first to our earlier yep. time. It's because I thought they would be there late trying to figure it out, and they were there extra late. The guy yeah. was at my house for like two hours. And I mean, not my house, my apartment, my small uh-huh. apartment. It isn't like you had to run up between floors and all that stuff. Everything was right there in the apartment. Right. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, like he he needed to switch out a new box um, that controls the internet that goes from all the outlets in my apartment. And but it took him a long time to get to that point. He he went all the way in the basement of the building, cleaned off the connectors and reset all that. Then went to them. The, the third floor of the building to where my little hub box is or whatever and then cleaned all the stuff there and between testing and him like he they have a customer service part that goes to India and stuff that was just all a mess and luckily here's where I lucked out the guy's a gamer mm. so he actually gave a fuck about oh, okay. me being able to game because first he got it up he's like oh yeah internet's up everything's good so I said alright man let's fire up the PlayStation and mm-hmm. then everything fell to shit Oh. And then the internet crapped out as soon as the PlayStation tried to get through. So, um, but yeah, this guy was, he's an avid Overwatch player. So he really knows that, you know, online gaming, you need reliable internet. So Did shout out to Sean. You are the fucking best dude. <laughs> shout out to you. Cause he spent two hours in my small apartment 
trying to figure this shit out. Smelling so. your farts. Um, <laughs> hey, actually, I put in the the little, the little uh, Glade plugins uh, oh, like an hour you? before he got there. I'm just like, you know what? Just in case, I'm just in case I'm nose blind. I'm gonna just make sure he doesn't have to sit in a, a place with foul smells. So, oh, I actually have a fart related story that I'll get to in a minute. But, <laughs> oh, um, oh, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, uh, Sean from AT and T. I'm back on, baby. Did he? Good. I'm glad you're back on. It's about fucking time. That way we yeah. can actually play some games this upcoming week. I can't play yep. them this weekend because I'm busy tomorrow, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like, fuck. I was sitting there all ready to go. I even updated I updated uh, Rainbow Six twice just oh, to make damn. sure I Love was my ready Rainbow to rock. Six. Um, <laughs> but uh, real quick, did he say what play, uh, who he plays as in Overwatch? Uh, no. No, he didn't. We didn't talk about who his main was. Oh, um, you got to talk about that. I always ask people that shit. Yeah. I, we talked about who my main was, which is, you know, Symmetra through and through. So, nice. But I've been a Symmetra person since, like, day, since launch, like, day since one. Since the get-go. So, through all of her iterations, I've been down with Symmetra. Mm. Yeah, I'm much more of a Creed guy myself. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So. <laughs> That's true. But uh, like, oh, but what about the meta? We need a tank. Fuck it, he's going with. He's going to pick McCree. I'm, I'm gonna be, just well, tank with even McCree. If, if, if I if I pick a tank, <laughs> if I'm gonna play as a tank, I'm gonna play as Roadhog, or I'm gonna play as. Uh, yeah, you have done that. That one robot chick. What's her What's her name? Arissa. That's it. I always forget her name. I like her too. I like her. Yeah, she's pretty good. I, she's got. She's pretty solid. But uh, I, I I like McCree. But he's <laughs> he's yeah he's one of my favorites. But anyway, uh, moving on. So my fart story is um. The other day at work, uh, I, I came in. I, I can't remember what I ate. So it was Friday. It was Friday at work. And whatever I ate on Thursday, wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't sitting well with me. I didn't have to go take a dump, much to Natalie's uh, protesting. But boy, was I gassy as a motherfucker all night. Like, all night, I'm just farting the, all night. I'm sleeping. at the Dutch oven? Oh, yeah. I'm sleeping, <laughs> but I, I can tell that I'm farting all night. And when I wake up, oh and when hell I, no! And when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh man, it smells so rank in here. Um, what the fuck? Was she still in the room? No, she left. Um, fuck she, that! I was she, man. She, That's crazy. She, she left after like an hour in the room. She's like, I'm going out to the couch. Um, and I didn't even, I didn't even budge. But uh, so I go to work and I'm super farty all day. And what? I go to work and my and my boss comes to me. He's like, Eric. Uh, and I'm like, what? And he's like, this is Lori. He's like, you're training her today. And I'm like, oh, sucks to be her. Oh, um, no. <laughs> no. I'm like, she's stuck in my box truck with me, farting all damn day. You let it out with her in the car? Well, I made sure I made sure she was running packages, and then I stuck my ass out the side of the door and would fart into the street. <laughs> I mean, at least you did something different to have some consideration. Oh, I tried to have as much consideration as I could. Some but... people don't give a fuck. Yeah, that, I don't. That's... I don't know. And then it just went away Offensive. after a while. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm all out of farts. So, Damn. Um, but that isn't even what I was going to talk about. I just, I just got distracted <laughs> oh, because you were talking about Sean in your house, and I was like, well, you definitely were gassing him out, whether you say you were or not. Let's, I was not. Let's be real. You were. No. Um, yes. Uh, I was going to say that my uh, my week's story is not nearly as exciting as no internet, but uh, I did recently, we recently went out and saw Birds of Prey. Uh, Natalie and I did that as a Valentine's Day thing. You know what? Here's the thing. I thought I wasn't going to like it Mm -hmm. because Suicide Squad was garbage. Um, I like Suicide Squad. 
Nah, it was garbage. Um, Smith. I mean, it wasn't okay. <laughs> when I say garbage, I mean, so it wasn't. It wasn't like total garbage Dude, in the sense cool. of the internet agrees with you. It's, it's well, no, right. no. See, I, I'm not even looking for internet points. It wasn't that it was total garbage in the sense of like I would watch it again, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Sort of. Thing. Uh. I wasn't overly impressed with it, but it also wasn't like the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. So I just it was sort of all over the place. What mm. is the problem I had with Suicide Squad? So, uh, so this one I was skeptical. I'm like, okay, it looks like a, a Suicide Squad Part Two sort of thing, mm-hmm. and um, I don't like the way they have Harley Quinn looking these days, where she's just sort of like a trash monster who wears like weird Gucci brand stuff or whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know fashion, but I'm like, it doesn't to me it doesn't look like Harley Quinn. Um, but it was actually really good. It was it was it was well put together and it was fun and it was funny and it was paced well and I thought they did a good job and everybody uh, acting in it did a real bang up job. Um, so it was it was a pretty good movie. I would recommend it. Um, I don't mm. think it's going to win any awards, but it's enjoyable to be certain. And uh, me and Nat were talking about how do I feel uh, about Margot Robbie as as uh, Harley Quinn um, because she's sort of like the synonymous. Uh, actress with Harley Quinn these days, yeah. Um, sort of like when someone says Batman to me, I the first person I think of is um, uh, uh, Christian Bale. What? Could, oh yeah, absolutely. The fuck out of here. Oh, is, well, who do you think of? Um, if I, visually it's Michael Keaton. Oh really? But th- voice wise, me- the voice of Batman to me is always Kevin Conroy. Oh no, no! I'm not talking about the voice. Yeah. That's to me, that's a totally different thing. I mean, the voice of the Joker is Mark Hamill. The voice of, of Batman course. is Kevin Conroy. The voice. But of... Michael Keaton is—he he is Batman. You like think, literally, okay. the motherfucker said, "I am Batman." He's Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Christian Bale. Ugh. I mean, he was all right, I guess. I see. The Bane I movie Christian... was cool. I thought Christian Bale did a bang up job as as Batman, and now Michael yeah. Keaton would be my second because Michael Keaton is way more suave than Christian Bale, uh, so he plays the Bruce Wayne I think way better. Mm-hmm. Um, I like for, his Joker too, though. Oh, uh, you talk about Jack Nicholson? Yeah, he's yeah. funny. I like I like funny Jokers. Oh, I want no, my Joker he... to make me laugh, not make me worry. I don't know. Think about mental health and shit. Oh, I don't no, want to think Heath, about that. I just want to laugh. Heath Ledger was, I thought he was that the best was, Joker ever. Um, I, I I really think the movie was overhyped, but that's just me. Uh, well, that's okay. And that's I like okay. funny haha Joker, and he was not funny haha. Joker. Well, Mark, I mean, Mark Hamill is the voice of the Joker, but Heath Ledger for the live action to me yeah. was like, he was just such a good Joker. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is that <laughs> we, were, we were talking about how does Margot Robbie strike me as Harley Quinn? And I said, oh yeah, she's it. She owned it, man. Oh, see, that's what I that's what I said. I said I feel sort of mixed in the sense of I think she did a really good job at, at Harley Quinn. I only have mm-hmm. one quibble, and the reason I think she did a good job as Harley Quinn is one, I think she has the voice down really well, mm-hmm. and two, she really has the spastic mannerisms of Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. um, which I think she does a really good job at being spastic, unpredictable, sort of all over the place, but also smart like Harley Quinn's supposed to be. The only problem I have is I visually I don't think Margot Robbie matches Harley Quinn very well. What? Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, she's pretty she's pretty fucking hot. 
I'm not saying she's not. I said I think she doesn't visually match uh, Harley Quinn very well. And the reason I think that is because when I think of Harley Quinn, at least in the the recent iterations of Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. I think of the uh, Arkham series, the video games, and Harley's real sort of curvy, kind of taller, has a has a big butt, has big breasts, has sort of a yeah, really, buddy, has a, has a sort of a really kind of a round, childish face, and uh that's the one that really does it for me is the is harley quinn has sort of a round childish face where marco robbie has a really angular face um fair enough so that that to me is just a little bit of disconnect but honestly if but natalie's like so who would you pick to be uh harley quinn i said oh marco robbie i said she she owns the role she can (laughs) she can be harley quinn as far as i know i'm just being a fucking nerdy you know quibbler and uh (laughs) The Quibbler. Um, I'm the new Batman villain. I'm the Quibbler. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, we saw, we went and saw it. It's a good movie. I'd recommend going to see it if you haven't seen it. And if you Ooh. don't go to see it, rent it when it comes out. So. Dude, I'm going to go check out uh, Sonic in like the next day or so. Oh, that sounds This awesome. weekend. Or I have a four, now a three-day weekend because I'm actually at work right now, everybody. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds, that sounds awful. Yeah, I don't so, know. Sonic, it, it has it's getting good reviews, man. Uh, I mean, it's getting really good reviews, and the people, the movie, my my uh, former, my movie critic friends from back in Denver all loved it. Good reviews from whom? I mean, IGN, all those sources, but then also the movie reviewers that that I know that I you know worked with. So it's I'm more word of mouth, up. but then also. I do follow IGN. I, I, IGN, and I don't think GameSpot uh, uh, does movie reviews, but yeah. Huh. Well, it is sitting and at six, Angry Joe on YouTube loves it. It's sitting at a sixty-three percent on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, damn. Which is higher than what I expected, to be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna try it out, man. I'm a, a huge I, Sega guy, so. Honestly, it one. I'm not a Sonic fan. Um, mm. And two, uh, not that Sonic games are bad. And, well, they are these days. But um, and don't even say Sonic Mania. It wasn't even made by Sonic <laughs> Team. Um, wasn't made by Sonic Team. Doesn't count. Um, okay. I, I mean, it can be good, and it has Sonic in the name. I'll okay. give you that. But it wasn't made by the <laughs> actual people at Sega Sonic Team who keep fucking it up um, <laughs> perpetually. So Sonic, Sonic's old shit. Sonic one through three, fantastic. Uh, everything else can go in the bin as far as i'm certain but the only thing that looks good about the sonic movie to me is i want to see jim carrey be spastic yeah that's what we love about him we need to get back to ace ventura level well that and that's what it is it's like ace ventura as dr robotnik and i'm like yeah i can work with that yeah i'm here Um, for that i'm so you'll you'll have to let me know how that is i will definitely not i will tell y'all about it next episode i will definitely not go see that in theaters but i might rent it ah I feel the same way about Birds of Prey right now. Oh, well, that's what I was just going to say. I was going to say, if you don't go see it in theaters, rent it. Yeah. Um, like, it, you don't have to run out to go see it in theaters. It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not... It'll hit what, HBO or something. I'm yeah. trying to think of what Check movie was the last one where I'm like, you have to go see this in theaters. Avengers Endgame? Eh. What? I mean, I, I liked Endgame, make no mistake, but to me, that wasn't like... This, I'm trying to think of something, like a movie that I would recommend everybody go see in theaters. I can't uh, I don't remember. 
to me, I wouldn't recommend everybody go see Avengers Endgame because if you haven't kept up with it, it doesn't make a damn bit of sense. So, <laughs> oh. Um, it doesn't make a lick of sense because if you haven't kept up with it, you're like, I'm sorry, wait, what? Who's what's with what's with Grimace? Why is he here? Um, stealing McNuggets. Uh, <laughs> That should have been the real plot of Avengers Endgame. Thanos should have been stealing McNuggets. Um, <laughs> what do you say we actually get into the show and start yeah, talking about... Let's, uh, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, we're not a movie show. And we've been, yeah. we've been burning through. And I, I'm like, oh, you know, we've got... We've got this is just us shooting and, the shit. And people are like, oh, it's been 16 minutes and they haven't said anything at all. <laughs> um, so guys, uh, today's show topic is going to be about... How can we, as trans attracted men, be part of the uh, be be better trans allies and part of the community? And how can we contribute to the community as a whole and not just the women that we're fucking? Um, and so this is sort of a continuation on last week sh- or not last week. I keep saying last week, last episode, which was two weeks ago. This is um, this is sort of a continuation on that show because on that show we talked about what happens when you come out. Well, we talked a lot about you know. If your family will disown you, if this will happen, if that won't happen, et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to continue it as you've come out already. You're trans-attracted. You're open about it, which is really the first big step about being a supportive ally. Being part of the step. Being part of the community is being visual, being seen, being real, being out. Um, so, so what do we do? So what do we do from there? And um, the reason we're talking about this is that uh, one of our teammates, a uh, lovely girl by the name Taylor, she's uh, she's our talent scout. She suggested that we, you know, uh, she suggested this topic and we took it and we ran with it. And I've gotten some feedback, not from Taylor, but from, from other people about them sort of saying, okay, so what is this show in the long run? Now that the show's been around for 19 episodes – you know, a lot of times you guys talk about this and that, but then it always sort of degrades into you guys talk about dicks and such. Um, so is the show a sex show? Is it a community support show? Is it, you know, from the perspective of men? And the answer to that is yes. Um, it's it's really all of those things because the show comes from a male perspective uh, and we want to keep it real that it's from a male perspective. And we want to keep this perspective when we came to the show we wanted to keep it real in the sense of we were talking about this from men who are attracted to trans women from men who don't really ever speak out from a community that doesn't exist of trans attracted men supporting other people so it comes from the male perspective and generally we're talking to our 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 male brothers you know our brothers and stuff like that but a lot of uh, we've had a lot of trans women join into the show and listen and start enjoying it so we want to talk to our sisters too so the show is at its core from the male perspective and we'll have talk about sexuality and stuff like that. But we also want to make sure that it's a hundred percent clear that we also consider ourselves allies of the trans community at large. So that's another portion of this show. And even though I just introduced the show topic, Chris, any thoughts? I want to get you in there for anything that I said to be like, you're a dipshit. <laughs> Well, all I can say to any any you know feedback, look, you listen to our episodes, you see you see who we've interviewed, mm-hmm. we talk to a community, somebody who's deep in their community, making things better. We talk to 
happy couples. We talk to other men going through certain experiences. Like, I think we've done a really good job of uh, covering the full gamut of the trans experience in terms of, uh, you know, the kinds of stuff that men run into out there. Yep. So I think we've done a pretty good job. This hasn't been a straight porn show, but I get that because we did have a whole mostly porn episode. Okay. <laughs> and, and, well, but, that, uh, and... you know, we're, we're out here, we're doing our thing, but just, you just know, like, for, because, I mean, I've had people come to us, come to me before and just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta listen to our whole show. Like, if you are a listener and you hear one episode and don't judge us off of that one episode you caught that somebody shared a link. Like you got to really get into our library because we're mm. doing a whole lot of things out there. Yeah. Well, we're varied in our show and yeah. you know, and we do talk a lot about, we do talk a lot about sexy things and sex topics and whatever. But mm-hmm. one of our goals of the show is to be real is to when, when Chris and I run this show, it, it we we let it flow we have we have ourselves a template we talk about the show throughout the week we get the show ideas going we get sort of a tentative script but it's also we let it flow where it goes so sometimes we end up talking about farts for seven minutes um because uh, i'm sorry keep going man no no that's what i was gonna say so it's sometimes we we do derail to that yeah but i just so i i want to just say this so i i can be heard saying this do it. Say yes, it. it is important for us to, you know, we, we are also here to help the guys, you know, in their journey in terms of like, okay, you, you pass that first block. Now we're here to help you become better members of the community. Yes. And better we allies. Are. So we are allies we and we want other men to be allies like us. Yes. For sure. As best as we possibly can do. Yes. So um, moving, moving on from there. So let's talk about, let's talk about being allies. Let's talk about, first I want to talk yes, about. Sir. I want to hit some. I want to hit some high-profile allies that we've got. Um, okay. I want to talk about. I want to talk about people who are allies, and you might not even know are allies, or you might have missed that they're allies because we're we're all over the place. And being an ally doesn't always mean that you're trans attracted, but we're going to get into what it means when you are trans attracted. So our first two, well, really our two that we're going to talk about today are not trans attracted, as far as we know. Um, so the first one we want to talk about is uh, the. Um, NBA player Dwayne Wade, um, he's an NBA, right? Yeah. No, no, no. He is a retired NBA player. He okay, is right. Out the game. But for I, I almost said I almost said uh, NFL, and I'm like, that's not right. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. He's a uh, he's a 13 time NBA All Star, and uh, he did he did hang up his jersey last year, um, and he was considered one of the best shooting guards of the game so he's a retired nba player good shooting guard if you guys totally know what that means i really don't because i don't watch nba um (laughs) but uh so you know uh, uh, a high profile athlete uh you know he made it into the big times a pro uh no doubt has a lot of fans and stuff like that and he is a a, a trans ally. He's a trans ally and a high profile mem- uh, profile member of the trans community because um, his then son came out as trans and is now his daughter, his trans daughter. Um, and I want to read a quote by him. Well, a section of the article that has a quote by him. So I'm going to read mm-hmm. the whole section of the article. And it says, we're proud parents of a child in the LGBTQ plus community. And we are proud allies as well, he said. We take our roles and responsibilities as parents very seriously. So when a child comes home with a question, when a child comes home with an issue, when a child 
comes home with anything, it's our job as parents to listen to that and give them the best information we can, the best feedback we can, and that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved with it. Um, so he mentions in there, you know, how he got involved essentially in the trans community as an ally. He mentions in there why he is an ally, but I like that he mentions in there that he's not just supportive of his child. He's supportive of the trans community at whole and considers himself and his wife, uh, to be, to be allies. Um, and so not only is he a good parent, but he's, he's a good community supporter. So why are we talking about this person? He has a trans kid. Does that mean that he's done a lot for the trans community? Not necessarily, but because he's so high profile, it's good for him to get his voice out because his voice carries a lot of weight and can influence um, a lot of others, I think. Chris, mm -hmm. you got any thoughts about this guy? Well, I mean, I, th I think he has done a lot. Um, uh -huh. You know, kind of circling back to what we were talking about last episode. Mm -hmm. You know, he is a high profile black man. Him and his wife are, you know kind of you know they're up there on that obama tier in terms of like ideal black couples celebrities oh, yeah. that everybody loves the black community loves the hell out of these people mm -hmm. or these guys you know uh Dwayne and, and gabrielle so um you know he is risking a lot by you know co-signing on this and saying it's okay because you know you got you got a lot of people a lot of his friends are in the nba the nba is not a place it still isn't a place where um anything but straight is accepted like really accept it. And um so I mean, you know, I've I've seen memes go around, you know, of like LeBron and his kids in there. It's like, hey, uh this is the look that LeBron the LeBron family gives when the waves are like, Oh yeah, the kids haven't come over in a while. We need to schedule a play date. Like, because people in this situation, you know, like we've seen with other high profile black celebrities, they can get some blowback for this kind of stuff. So him taking a stand irregardless of and he's gotten a lot of hate for this too let's mm -hmm. let's be real he got he's despite the backlash he is sticking to his guns and he, he's doing everything he can to be an ally and, and and just do things right and obviously history will will look kindly upon him and poorly upon anybody else that goes out public speaking against him but oh sir i think he's he's done a lot but because he's put a lot on the line i mean he's not in the nba anymore he is a very popular former NBA player, but you don't being popular. That's always in flux. Mm -hmm, yeah. You can always just be a has been that ain't nobody talking about. Don't nobody want on your radio stations, you know, uh, don't nobody want to invite to the, you know, award shows and all that stuff. So, um, there is risk. I think he's, I think it's, it's, it's pretty big what he's done. That's, it's laying that out there, man. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> for, for sure. I mean, I, I absolutely agree that, he he does have a risk and i i was gonna i did want to bring up that portion that you know him being him being black is i think one of the biggest risks that he can take is you know backlash from the black community and you know it was interesting when you said um that he's gotten backlash and of course i knew he got backlash mm -hmm. but what, what do people say to this man for backlash how dare you support your child i'm sorry well, what i mean it isn't just so for it's it's two camps right now, uh -huh. mainly that I've seen in terms of backlash. One okay. is, you know, okay, well he shouldn't be supporting his. There are people that don't believe he should be supporting his son, and and whatever Sorry. choices his son wants to make. Uh 
Daughter. But there's also that camp. I think we talked about this before. I don't know, but maybe it might have been offline. But there's always that camp of people that don't believe that children are should be allowed to make this kind of decision for oh, their life. Yeah. yeah. So there's... there are those people that are like, oh, well, he's only 12. Why is this 12 year old making this allowed to make decisions that will change the rest of his life? So um, there's just those two camps right now in terms of blowback. But I mean, you, you, there is the casual hater. Yep. Like, uh, you saw, or I, I don't know if you saw it. I told you, I told you about it earlier today. Um, where I posted trans rights or human rights on my Instagram. Yep. And you know, my cousin is like, yeah, well, confused humans are human. So they deserve like, I'm like, well, why'd you have to be insulting in your acceptance of this? Like there are just people that they're they're super ignorant so i mean it isn't like virulent hate but it's you know it's pretty passive and it's i think that's what most most of uh america's really most of the hate that's coming at him that's what he's really getting right now sorry that kind of fell off there for a second but yeah well what i love is uh what, what i love about some of these things is um why you know you, you mentioned your cousin it's like mm-hmm. Why? Why are you coming? Why are you coming out so strong? You know, like I said, why do you have to be hateful in your support? You know, the whole like, well, confused humans are are humans too. Couldn't you just say, "Yep"? I mean, at the end of at the end of the day, that was what your point was. Is like, <laughs> this I guess this particular cousin is in the hip hop L A world, just, and just, he doesn't it, want to it, signing co signing with this stuff makes it, you, like we said before, it's all about that perception that you don't want to yeah. be perceived as gay. I mean, I man. get it. I, I get it from that from that He's perspective. He's protecting himself that way. I get it I from believe. that perspective, but I just love the shooting down of random people for randomly, you know, yeah. and whatever. They're like, it's like, like you this don't... isn't sounding good. I don't know why you think this would sound good, but yeah, I know, sure. right? And it doesn't. It doesn't. It just yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, that's gonna come back and bite you in the ass eventually. Plus, it's just you're not attacking someone specific. You're attacking somebody random. It, you know, there's a difference between attacking somebody in the public light for things they've done publicly. Um, like, if we had a show about attacking Trump, I think we'd be totally within our right to attack Trump. For sure. Because he's a fucking monster, and he's in the public eye. But we're not... That That isn't what you even said. You didn't say Trump rights are human rights. You said trans rights are human rights. This group of people deserve something, and they are not getting it. And your cousin's just like, man, I'm not so certain about that. Um, well, and it's just... Calling them confused humans. Oh, that's that that one's pretty... so popular is confused. I think that's where it comes in with the, Ugh. can you let a kid decide, you know, what yeah. to do? And I'm like, yeah, you can. Um, I mean, I think 12 is old. Like, I think 12 is old enough for kids to really have an idea of where they're, where they stand in the world. Oh, sure. It's not the most, it's not the complete most mature age, which is why they're still under the domain of their parents. Yep. But I think in terms of, you know what they're attracted to and all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, twelve. They, they, they. Kids got sense. You, you, I think we don't give them enough credit. Oh no, kids absolutely got sense. Not only do they know what they want, but they're aware of who they are at a pretty early age. Honestly, for me, there is. I don't really care what time your kid comes to you and says, "I'm not a boy. I'm a girl," or "I'm not a girl. I'm a boy," mm-hmm. because here's how that rolls until they are developed enough that they can start getting hormones and that becomes an issue and whatever. And at that point in time, they'll start figuring out. So if you're, if your six year old comes to you and they said, they said, dad, I feel like I'm a girl. 
there there is no harm in playing along with that. There is no harm. And I don't mean playing along with that as in like, oh, we're going to play pretend today. But there's no harm in being like, of course, absolutely. I love you, whomever you say you are, and we're going to treat you however you want to be treated. And if that continues throughout their life as they grow old to the point older to the point where they get to puberty and they say, nope, still a girl. And you go, OK, now we can do things to properly have you live your life as the full female that you want to be. Because mm-hmm. when when kids are before puberty, kids are pretty much interchangeable, like boys and girls look more or less the same um, in the sense that they have no real defining features of one or the other. And it's just, I, I don't see the harm in saying, absolutely. If you don't want to be Tim and you want to be Tiffany now, uh, you are absolutely Tiffany until you tell me otherwise. It just, it doesn't hurt anything. Mm-hmm. That's the, and, and you know, that's, that's one of the reasons that we bring up the, the Dwayne Wade thing is because I get the sense that that's how him and his wife handled it. I'm sure they talked about it after mm-hmm. after their son came home and said, I want to be known not as Zion, but as Zaya now. Um, they probably said, you know, they probably put her to bed and said, we love you and said, we're always going to love you and you have our support. And then they probably went and laid in bed together and they said, OK, what are we going to do? And they probably said well, that's still our kid, and shouldn't we love and support them as best we can based on their decisions? And the answer is, yeah, you probably should. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, not, there's no need to ruin the kid for life with not supporting them and, you know. Yeah, or telling them that they're man. confused or that it's a yeah. phase or that they're a freak or whatever. Because I'm sure there's a lot of folks listening to this and like, do they would ruin that child if they didn't support them. No kidding. No, without a doubt. I mean... I'm I'm certain there's a lot of our lady listeners that are listening to this, and they're probably thinking back to their parents saying, uh, "How could you do this to me?" or whatever. And I, I just love that argument of "How could you do this to me?" It's not fucking about you. Um, oh, it yeah. never it never was <laughs> about you. Um, so it, I think we forget that kids are people. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we look at kids as extensions of the adult, and kids are not extensions of the adult kids are people learning to be people who will eventually grow up to be their own people just like you and i chris i mean you and i were kids at one point in time and if our parents quashed everything we did who knows how we would have turned out and certainly we didn't come out to our parents and say i'm trans attracted at 12 because we didn't know what the fuck that was but yeah but think if think if i mean if my parents had said Eric, you're not allowed to go stomp around in swamps after school. Like, that's what I used to do as a kid. I used to go to the swamp, and I used to put on bad boots, and I used to go wading through the swamp. I mean, I'd be a different person than I was today. So it's all about supporting who your kid is and who they want to be in the world. So so Dwayne Wade shout is our— Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Yep. Well, shout out to him, and he's our—he's he's one example of a supporter. Now, as far as we know— He's not trans attracted. He very well could be. Um, but <laughs> hey, hey, man, don't break up a happy home. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not trying to break we up a happy home. We love D-Wade and Gabrielle Union together. I'm not. I'm not trying to break up a happy home. I'm not saying he's looking at other girls, Gabrielle. I'm just saying that he might say that this person is attractive regardless if they're trans or cisgender. But oh, we don't yeah. know. He probably already says that. That's, That's what yeah. I mean. I, I yeah. said we don't know, so I'm not even going to drag him through. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say anything. So next, we're going to talk about a guy named. Yves Dropper? Ye- 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 I don't Dropper? even know how to say it, bro. I, 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 let's Dropper? just say that's right. 
Yep. <laughs> it, it's spelled Y V E S and then dropper. Um like uh like a pipette dropper. Um so this mm. guy is another kind of high profile guy. He's uh he's put out an album, he's a singer, you know, he's he's done that sort of stuff. He's also black. Um and uh he's he's come out in support of trans women, especially black trans women, and um really calls out really calls out uh against their the abuse of black trans women the murdering of black trans women um etc etc so he he's actually done uh active community things and called for support he showed up to the march on dc Mm. Uh, he showed up to other various marches to give speeches um, the reason I bring him up is because, as far as we know, he's also not trans attracted, but he is gay, and he's already part of the LGBT community. So, what are your what are your thoughts on that, Chris? That you know he's come out. Obviously, he's doing the right thing, but I'm more curious as to what your thoughts are that he's gay and already part of the LGBT. Community. I mean, I think it's I think it's great that um, and and you know where people believe that you know a lot of a lot of uh, cis you know straight people need to help out more the LGBT community really needs to, you know, do a lot more as well, uh, uh, supporting trans women and black trans women. Um, so I, I think it's great that he's, he's heading in this direction and, you know, the more the merrier and the more people we can get on, on board with this kind of stuff is, is, you know, that's where we need to be at. So, um, I think it's, I, I love him for it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Well, Shout I definitely, out. he's the homie. I definitely agree that I think it's awesome and that it's good for him or it's good that he is being supportive and coming out. And I, I, I could I, I do agree with you that the LGBT uh, Q, A, R, I, <laughs> um, I know I'm being a little facetious and a little dickish. I know it's not R and stuff like that. I'm just kidding, everybody. Um, I know that they could be a little more cohesive. It. it from what I understand, from what I've seen, read, heard stories of, et cetera, et cetera, is it's not always super supportive of everybody in that gay guys are kind of just about gay guys. Uh, lesbians are kind of just about lesbians, uh, which I think is weird that we have a term gay, which can mean man or woman and lesbian, which should only mean women, but that's me getting off topic. Um, you know, I, I've heard that they're, not necessarily the most supportive or not necessarily even not the most supportive, but they're more interested in their own personal issues. They don't really care what's going on in the community as a whole, or they don't communicate with the community as a whole. And I've heard that a lot of trans women often feel left out in that community and don't feel like they occupy the same space as the LGB as the LGB in the LGBT um, community. And, I think more cohesiveness is is important. To me, it's like, you know what it makes me think of is in terms of not being cohesive. It makes me think of back during, back during um, the civil rights movement, if, uh, if black people from Chicago didn't really support black people from New York, if, <laughs> if they were like, you know yeah, what? Huh? I, I, I'm going to just one up this analogy real quick because here's 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 a i'm just give you a better one because it's actually happening okay uh it really it's kind of like the uh hispanic community puerto ricans don't fuck with dark-skinned mexicans don't fuck with uh colombians they like it's 
you know, it's like, okay, we're all Latin people, but then you got your own little sections of, of the, you know, uh, Latin community. And, uh, some people think they're better than others. And some people, they just don't fuck, fuck with each other. And like in a marrying, like from El Salvadorian to Puerto Rican, no Cuban, like they don't, they don't do that shit. So I see what you're saying. I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. Yeah. I like that analogy. I think that's a better one. And, uh, it's that sort of thing where it's like, okay, so you're all technically part of the, what, what do they call it, like Latinx or something like that? Yeah. You're, you're all a part all, of the same community. But right, you're all part of the same community, and you're all being oppressed. <laughs> so why? Um, so why the fuck aren't you working together? Yeah. That's, you know, that's the, that's the question of why not work together? Why not, if you're part of the same community, why not work together? So it is good to see... Uh, that Mr. Dropper, that's how I'm going to refer to him, um, is is Stepping gay up. and is uh, promoting the community. Because we have talked about in past episodes about how some gay men are like, no, they're just, trans people are just, actually we've talked to a member, or not a member, I, I don't know why I said member, a listener, um, should be a member, but um, we've talked to a listener actually in the past saying, how do I not get mocked? Remember when we, when we did our Instagram live and the listener said, Oh yeah. For walking down the street, a lot of gay men, you know, holler at me and they say, Oh, you're just a gay guy. Who's trying to trick straight Mm -hmm. dudes into giving you dick. Um, which one, as far as I know, isn't really how that plays out. You tricking quote unquote, tricking a straight dude, and to having sex with you can often lead and often lead to some real bad violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not really how that plays out. And two, you're, you're a different gender than a gay man, and you're not vying for the same space. And I talked about that on the Instagram too. But it's that sort of thing where we've talked about it in, in the past before, where gay men sometimes seem to be real hostile to. To trans women, but it's not just gay men because there are the TERFs as well, the trans exclusion exclusionary radical feminists. Um, oh, oh yeah. Who? Hey, who, now they're leading the way right now because they just uh, uh, proposed the bill. Oh, did they? I didn't know uh, about this. I think it's uh, it's in Massachusetts, one of those New England states up there. Because uh, you remember we we talked about. The two high school students that yep. uh, 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 they were kicking ass up there, and the parents weren't happy about it. Yep. Well, then they actually went the next step, and they they are are, are proposing a bill to to keep it just cis women only in in sports in high school sports up there. So the girls that are actually the girls that lost, they're 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 yeah they're fighting to mm-hmm. to have the rules changed. And mm-hmm. that that just had that that dude that that news just dropped this past week. Yeah. So, yeah. So the the turfs are fighting to change it in what in what sense they they don't want them to be on the sports team. They don't want them like, to com- to be allowed to compete against them. Okay. Because right. you know the track it, it mainly stems from the track, uh, like the state competitions. Right. Yeah. I remember talking about that, but I wasn't yeah. certain if they were just doing that or if they were going the extra mile of saying like you don't get any rights because a lot of the. <laughs> A lot of the yeah. turf shit I hear is like, mm-hmm. I don't want you in my bathroom because you're a rapist, and yeah, it just. I so mean, some some women f- view it as an assault on womanhood. Yeah, and which I would never view a trans man or even a stud as an assault on my manhood. Like the fuck, they got shit well, to do with me. 
Well, yeah. So, in, not only does not only does a trans man not threaten me being a man, um, and I, I've known some trans men, and um, they don't threaten me in any way. But it's also it's also to me it makes me think of and this isn't exactly a one to one, but this is what it makes me think of is that sort of like when people go, well, what if a guy said that you were handsome to you? And I'd say I tell him thanks for the compliment, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, and you know that's about it just because a person says you're handsome or attractive or this or that doesn't mean that if a guy came up to you and said hey man you're really handsome i just want you to know that you're cute i find you sexy whatever i'd be like hey man i appreciate it you know i really really thankful i i don't have to be like wow you think i'm sexy i'm gonna jump up on this table and spread my ass cheeks for you right this moment um get right in there man but see that's that's how a lot of people that's how a lot of people see this shit as in like how dare you? You know, you've, you have now threatened my entire existence. You've threatened my straightness. You've threatened my gayness. You've threatened my womanhood by merely existing, by merely existing and merely having opinions. And mm-hmm. that's unfortunate um, is the best way to put that, I suppose, uh, mm-hmm. is it's just really not ideal. So um, those are the two guys that we wanted to talk about today. And, you know, those are the, those are the two supporters, and they're the high-profile supporters, and we want to talk about that. And like I said before, the reason I bring it up is one of them is married to a cisgendered woman who has a trans daughter who is an ally and high-profile. One of them is a gay man that is high-profile and has supported the community. So, Chris, what can what do you think that we can do as trans-attracted men to help support the community? Um. My cat I mean, is the, I guess the, the 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 low hanging fruit for all the guys like this is this should just be something all of us should want to do. I would say number one, do whatever you can to get your butt down to DC for the 2020 march. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the trans march on DC. Like, I would say that's that's a real easy one, just to show up and just walk and support and listen and just be there, like. That's I, in my mind. That's an easy one, but I I get flights and jobs and timing and all that kind of stuff. So look, if you can't do all that, I would say an, a secondary thing, another way to connect with a bunch of people, you start joining some Facebook groups, you know, in your area, and you know, a lot of those I've joined a couple of Houston groups, and you know, actually I've actually I've actually moved to starting to organize, you know, social like networking events for the Houston community. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, do whatever you can to just bring people together and just make, you know, and, and, and it, I would say at the very smallest, just, you know, be positive, send positive vibes to everybody that you can. I mean, a lot of these young ladies out here just need one person to just be like, Hey, you know what? You're doing all right. You need somebody to talk to, like lay it on me. You know, I mean that that's really the line between having a bad month, bad year bad life to you know everything being all right yeah or to say that you know you i see you you're worth it mm-hmm. you're okay and um you know one of the one of the big steps for trans attracted men to be supporters and this is something that i think this is something that a lot of the a lot of our trans sisters are really hesitant about and i understand why which is go to the march on the DC. Go to these community events. Find a place in your community that has the events. You have, you have an LGBT organization somewhere in your town in your community. Mm-hmm. I promise you. You can find it on Facebook. 
You can find it on social media. You can search it on Google. You can go around and ask around and see where these support groups are. You can show up. Show mm-hmm. up as a, as an ally, as a supporter, as a trans-attracted man that is a supporter. Be honest about who you are. Do not treat these things as a pickup place. A lot of I think a lot of these girls are really hesitant to let us into these spaces because a lot of guys go there and like, hey, I can meet a chick this way. You can meet a chick that way in the sense of you can meet people, but if you're going to do the pickup thing, if you're going to try to get laid or whatever, do it at the bar. Um, take it take it somewhere else to a social gathering. Don't do it at these community events. That's That really reflects badly on us men as a whole if we go to these things we go to if we went to a march and we showed up and every other guy was like hey beautiful you know you marching at dc get the fuck out of here man you're not helping anybody you're not helping the community you're not helping us you're not helping us uh be allies at all and you're really just making these girls more skeptical of the people that actually do want to help them um Unfortunately, I see a lot of guys do shit like that. You know, they'll they'll be like, "Hey, where can I meet girls?" You know, I, I tried to go into these community events. I'm like, they're not meet up places. They're not hook up places. Um, yeah, definitely. So, and same for those Facebook groups. Do not get in there and just start hitting up every chick in their DMs and sending dick pics and all that kind of crazy shit. Like, they will talk to each other. Be cool, and They man. will find out. Yeah, like, and a lot of what I've been seeing is a lot of times uh, the girls will just. They'll do a public post in a group and put and put guys on blast. Oh yeah. They'll say, "Hey, look, this guy's been getting at me, and look at how he's been talking to me." And they'll just expose you in front of everybody. Sure will. Like, really, just play it cool and just be, just be, you know, try not to, don't be a creeper, don't be over overtly grotesque. Just you know, be there to just be a person in the space because you know. And be real, you, yeah. Be real yeah, about you it. You being there is special enough because there's not enough just guys willing to be out there and just help support publicly. Yeah, and, and that, that's, that's what you got to do. You just say, I'm here to help and I'm here to be supportive and that's it. You know, I, I'm here to just to just chat and sit. And if you go to like, okay, if you go to a community event, like what I keep seeing in my mind at a community event, <laughs> I had I, gone to one of these in college. Um, mm. You go to a community event and it, it's like a circle of chairs and or a big meeting room with a table with refreshments and whatever and you just kind of mingle and talk or there might be a keynote speaker or it might be a circle of chairs where people just come and talk about their day and their experience and whatever. And the cool thing is, is that when it's your turn to talk, all you have to say is, I'm Eric, I'm here because I'm a trans-attracted cis male, and I want to be supportive of the LGBT community and especially the trans community as a whole. I'm not here to date, I'm just here to be supportive, and I just wanted to come out and be visual that I'm here, I'm supporting you people, or, I don't mean you people, but, you know, I hate when people say you people. I say <laughs> yeah. it, but it's got such a yeah. negative connotation. Of course. Um, and it's like, that's not what I mean. I'm here supporting mm-hmm. everybody that's here, and that's all you have to say. And then you can just sit there and be quiet the rest of the time. You don't even have to you don't even have to chime in and be like, well, you know, as a transjected man, when I see she-male porn. Um, oh, so, God, no. Don't, you know, that's a, <laughs> don't that's say a, that word. They yeah, may beat you up before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you don't you don't even have to get into that. Like, yeah. until, until you... Until I will say see. expect some skepticism though. Oh, absolutely. Like, expect it. Like they're not gonna be. Oh yeah, okay. Well yeah, this happens all the time. Totally. Come on in. 
Yeah. I'm like, well, but why are you here? And my advice. I'm glad that you brought that up because I was. Mm-hmm. I, I. It hadn't even occurred to me. Not that I haven't thought about it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't in my brain right now, and I was going to skip over it. But don't defend yourself <laughs> against that. And when they when they come at you and they're skeptical. Don't be defensive. And the reason I say don't be defensive is because defensive, you kind of prickle up and then you become abrasive and people yeah. don't really want to be around that. And then it mm-hmm. just sort of ingrains in their mind that ah, I was right, because if you really were here for a good reason, you wouldn't be so defensive. Look at them sweat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's so if a person comes to you and they're skeptical, just let them be skeptical and say, you know, you, you, one, you don't have to say anything at all. Or two, you can just say, I understand. And uh, that's not the case. I'm just here for support. And then just go about your business. Um, there there will be a mixed reaction because there are going to be some people that are going to be like, glad that you're here. Have a seat. You know, you mm-hmm. can sit right next to me. It's cool. No worries. And there's going to be other people that go, why the fuck are you here? And both those reactions are appropriate and necessary, especially considering what these girls have been through. Mm-hmm. So... You just gotta you gotta bear the brunt of it. Sometimes you know, and this is a masculine thing. This is sort of that toxic masculinity, that guy thing, where you know we're taught to immediately jump in and defend whatever it is, our honor, ourselves, what whatnot. Mm. And sometimes you just have to sit in the uncomfort, uh, the uncomfort for a little bit. Um, I think that's important to be uncomfortable and to sit in that uncomfort for for a little while. And I think just sitting there and bearing that uncomfortability and is is a really good sign to the girls the community whatever you're at that you're here and you're not going to run away just because you're a little uncomfortable Mm. i'd say if it was a public event like let's just say all right everybody we're gonna all get together and we're gonna hear from these poets or whatever else like but I, i i could see myself in a circle chair situation first i'll be like okay i didn't this may not be what i wanted to show up for but uh man look my mom always said don't go no place you ain't invited and if it ain't for everybody you might it, it might be time for you to roll on up out of here man <laughs> oh yeah well yeah and that's i think that's a i think that's a perception thing i think and what i mean by perception is i think that's a reading the room situation can you yeah yeah for can sure. you read the room now are there going to be people that are skeptical of you but you're still welcome to the group because it says welcome to everybody and open to everybody and for sure. there is a person in there that says hey come have a cup of coffee and come mm-hmm. sit down and partake and stuff like that i would say stick around if everybody is glaring at you and everybody says the fuck are you doing here it might it might be time to bounce out of there. Might be time to dip, but yep, it might be. But you know, I I'm also, and this, and this could be a combination of things. And Chris, you can you can tell me what this is because I'm not entirely certain. Um, it it, it could be a combination of uh, of male privilege of white privilege. But in a, when I'm in a lot of spaces um, and stuff like that, sometimes I go, no, we're good. It's it's fine. I'm like. You know, I'm just going to hang out. I'm not going to hurt anybody or harm anybody or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, once again, I read the room. I don't I don't stick around when it's going to be real hostile or whatnot. Yeah. But, you know, I've been in a situation where I do get eyeballs and I'm like, I'm like, there's nothing. I'm like, nothing wrong, man. I'm like, we're good. <laughs> so I kind of get that whenever I go into a um, there's this one uh, sort of trans bar around here. But, you know, you walk in 
and everybody instantly knows I'm not a member of the community. Like I'm yep. just in there and it's just like, all right, well, got to be on my P's and Q's now because yeah, sure they know I'm not a part of the, the G part of the alphabet. I'm just walking in and I'm just some regular, some, some not regular, but I'm just like some dude that hasn't, that doesn't hang out there, hang on that area of town all the time. So yeah, like, I, think- I you got to just watch yourself sometimes, man. Well, I think you just said it right there. You got to watch your P's and Q's. A lot of times your politeness will, your manners will reflect good on you, good on the community as a whole, and will often open a lot of doors for you. Um, and I actually say that somewhat begrudgingly because mm-hmm. I'm known to be rude and crude. Um, but even I have to sometimes sit up straight and behave myself sort of thing <laughs> to be like, you know what? It's it's fine because a lot of people come from different different walks of life and not the same walk of life that I come from, and they mm-hmm. view me skeptically. And I understand. Well, I mean, if you can get out to like, I would say, if you're gonna make your first event anything, look, it's it's spring. Pride is right around the corner. Oh yeah, I would show yeah. out for that shit and just show up in a place. It's 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 a setting where everybody wants to party, have fun. It's super light, like. My first event was a Pride Weekend event last year, and that's where I met Maddie, who was on our show. Mm-hmm. And she had a, you know, a, a pool party. Like so it was like a, a weekend wrap up pool party. It was on a Sunday. Yeah, cool. Well, I got there and I got to talk to a lot of people, got to meet a lot of people, told a lot of folks about the podcast, and just chop it up with some folks and let people get to know me a little bit. And you know, I am continuing to go to her events, just meeting more and more awesome people to the point where like, all right, well. Yeah, I'm gonna meet up with you guys at this club. Let's all go hang out and like I mean, I, I think there are ways in to to but I mean it's gotta start with just building relationships and and, 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 and I guess building relationships is part of going to your local centers or community events. Like that's where you build the relationships. That's where people get to know you. You know, and you can you can't just run in full like, all right, I I wanna date everybody right now. This is what I'm all about, like Dude, obviously that's not real realistic, but you really need to just like focus on building relationships. And I am doing that right now. I have decided to like, I'm taking my own advice. I'm really focusing on building relationships and romantic relationships are kind of taking a backseat for me right now where Mm -hmm. I'm just really trying to meet people, get to know people, make connections and you know, everything else will, will fall in line after that. When once you get get to be a part of the community and get to meet really cool people, right? You know, but I, I would just say, guys, just focus on just making connections at this point. Like, obviously, like we said before, we're not here. We're not a dating service, but I'm saying for a better life and, and, a, and a happier social life. Like, just get in there and just meet some folks. Just be cool about it, but don't be you know Mister Sleazy Dick Pit guy in person. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, and don't, and that made me think of one more thing, which is don't expect a fanfare when you show up. It's not about yeah. you. No, it um, isn't. They're not fucking waiting for you. Uh, they're not waiting for you to show up. Don't walk in the room and go, I'm here. Don't pull a Squidward. I have arrived. <laughs> um, <laughs> Funny Squidward. Love you gotta it. love Squidward. I have arrived. Um, <laughs> because nobody's fucking waiting for you. Uh, so don't do that. You, you. That's another thing that I see a lot of guys do is they show up and they're like, well, ladies, I'm here. You know, everybody hold on to your fucking pants because I've showed up. And it's like, you're not here. You're not a leader. Nobody's waiting for you. Just be.
be a person, fall in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would also isn't... add to that because, you know, we've been dealing with this with guys. We're just going to just keep jumping into the weeds here, guys. Uh, yes. If, if any of our viewers, if you guys listening out there, men or women listening out there, uh, guys, our DMs, like our DMs get frustrating as hell sometimes. Like, guys, have some patience. Mm-hmm. Just have some fucking patience. Take your time, build relationships. Life will work out. But you know, these there there have been one, maybe two guys that have hit us hit us up a lesson. Well, I don't understand why these girls aren't falling for me. Like like nobody owes you anything, man. So guys, really be patient. Like pump the brakes on what you want tomorrow. Push that out to a couple months. You know, right? And it's also. You know, I, I 100% agree with you about be patient and stuff like that. But I also want to tell you guys that we hear you and that it is frustrating and that life can be frustrating that way. And however frustrating your life is right now, being trans attracted and being an ally and being real to these girls, you got to remember that their life is significantly more frustrating than whatever our oh, shit yes. has been. And Absolutely. It sucks. I know it sucks. I mean, we've all lived it. All trans attracted men have lived it. I lived for years dating a woman that was cisgendered that I had regular recurring dreams about that she was trans and that I no longer felt sexually attracted to her and that I was lying to myself and that I would regularly stay up until 4 a.m. in the morning beating myself up about being gay and a disappointment and blah, 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 and all of this shit. I get it. I went through that for years, but I didn't go through that my entire life. And my entire life isn't in question all the time like these trans women. And things worked out because I was patient. So, guys, we hear you. We know. We're there for you. Keep DMing us. Keep talking to us. We're there to talk to you. We have a whole team for now. Sure. And we'll reach out to you. I'll reach out to you personally. Chris reaches out to people personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have some of our team members get into this, stuff like that. We, we've got people. And um, even though we're not a dating service, even though we're not a psychology service, if you guys are our listeners and you come to us earnestly, I'm willing to talk to you. For I'm sure. willing to talk to you as listeners, as people who want to talk to this stuff. Because when I, because well, when we came up with this idea, it was Chris and I talked about it, and we were saying we don't have anybody to talk to, and so we came up with this pod for you guys to listen to. But you can also talk to us because we're people you can talk to, and you can yeah. trust to talk to us. And we're not going to try to give you bad advice. By any means. All our advice is earnest and honest, and we want to guide you in the best direction, just like this show is, about how you can get out there, how you can be a trans ally, how you can look at your sisters. Not just people you're going to fuck, but friends, sisters, people who need support, people who, quote-unquote, don't pass, people who Mm -hmm. need that support in their life. You know, even if... You know, like when I here, here's an example that just popped in my head uh, years ago when the Wii U came out. Um, I'm a huge video game fan, a huge Nintendo junkie. I waited in my local Walmart for 14 hours for the Wii U to come out. What? Yep. Um, and uh, so I was I was camping there and there was a trans woman who was working there and she was an older lady, probably in her 60s. And you could tell that she was trans and you could tell that she was in her 60s and you could tell that she didn't transition late into life. I made it a point to read her name tag and use her preferred name at least a couple times just to give her that nod of I see you. 
I know who you are. It's cool. I got you. So I wasn't going to fuck this chick. I just wanted her to know that I'm sitting here and you're fine. You know? That's I'm what's not, up, man. I'm not thinking. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm not thinking about you. I'm not going, oh, look at that fag over there. And he's going to go in and rape women in the bathroom. Nope, not at all. So it's just that sort of thing. You know, a nod, a using of the right pronouns, a, a the right name, going to community stuff. That's how you get out there, guys. That's how you start this shit. That's how you get the ball rolling. That's what's That's up. That's how you be the ally. That's the step that happens after you come out as trans attractive. Having said that, any final thoughts on this, Chris, before we get to the topic I have been waiting all night for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just one more tip, and it's just something that just kind of recently sprang up. Um, you know, uh, in one of our previous episodes, we did talk about, you know, how a lot of trans attractive men can be really lone wolves in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, one way to really stem that is, you know, want, join, dude, you join those groups in your city. Mm-hmm. Start connecting with some of the other guys in the group. Yes. Start connecting with the other guys in your area. Those are people you can go out and have a beer with at your local bar and really talk about what's going on with you. You know, they get you. They they like the same things you like. Like, I mean, everything's all good. You know, whereas me and Eric, you know, we kind of found each other online. There are people in your community that you can connect with. And yes. So we, we, I think we as men really need to do a better job at connecting with each other, but it can happen through, you know, the power of social media. Yeah, well, that's, and really social media has a lot of boons for that, and I think is one of its really good things that we could use that more for instead of, you know, fucking cancel culture or whatever that is. I don't even know what that is, but... Um, <laughs> All the other crap that goes on Facebook. Yeah, I just hear all all about that <laughs> shit, and I'm like, mm, nope, no thank you. So, I have a very important video to share with you guys. Um, this video is an absolute must-watch for everybody listening to the show. It was brought to us by our talent scout, uh, Taylor. She absolutely 100% endorses it. So, you can find this YouTube video, well on youtube i was gonna say this video on youtube and then i said youtube video so allow myself to introduce to you myself um so the title of the video is and i'm reading this verbatim get a trans girlfriend parentheses she male trap heart heart manifest a beautiful tranny gf effortlessly and the description is manifest the trans girl of your dreams who wants to satisfy you and can't get enough of your throbbing cock she's waiting for you for optimal results, listen five to seven times per day. Do not exceed 20 listens in one day. Manifest and find your trans girlfriend who is yours and only yours. This is fucking hilarious. Um, this is the most tone deaf title of a video that I have ever seen ever. <laughs> and I love it because... <laughs> It's absolutely, completely absurd, and I can't, and we can't tell if it's serious or not. Um, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, okay. So the idea of manifesting <laughs> a, a trans girlfriend, so like, <laughs> I guess they're just gonna sort of show up out of thin air. Especially, okay. So the video is not really anything. It's a still image that says like, "Get a female girlfriend" or something like that, and then in parentheses it says four men." Um, and all it is is this weird synth music. Um, like that's it. It's not anything else. It's just five minutes of this really shitty synth music. 
Uh, and just got a clickbait title to draw you in. Yep. And And you're supposed to listen to it five to seven times a day. But no more than 20. And I want to know what happens after 20. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, what happens? Do you get a harem after 20? Like, do you get two trans girlfriends that then compete with each other and end up murdering each other? It's like, probably what brain damage. Brain damage. <laughs> well, yeah, like the person who posted this video. Yeah. Um, but it, it is so funny. Um, the video, you guys can check it out if you want. I don't really care if you check it out. It's stupid. Um, but uh, I did read one of the comments, and one of the comments said... Uh, I attempted this five to seven times a day and it didn't work. Now I dress up and I'm a trap GF to some guy. Um, oh, geez. So they claimed it made them into a trans person. Internet. Um, yeah, I know. And it's just, uh, <laughs> I, I guess this was found on a, on a Twitter um, group and it's being dragged on the Twitter group for using shemale and tranny and trap and all of that sort of stuff. But it's so ridiculous that I can't even I can't even question it for that because it's just the stupidest <laughs> thing. The, the the two stupidest things about this video are manifest yourself a girlfriend and Dude, you saw Weird Science, didn't you? What's that? I said you saw the nineteen uh, eighties hit Weird Science. <laughs> um, I may have. Was that a movie? <laughs> it was something stupid. Uh, 80s movie where two two kids uh, uh, used a computer to create their perfect girlfriend. Mm. Yes, <laughs> Using like an old school like black and green computer. Yeah, like, you I know do. the black and green screen one. ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we can make a girlfriend. Yeah, we can manifest <laughs> her. And I'm like, the, but the thing is, is that it just says listen to the video. Like every time I've manifested anything, I usually have to draw a pentagram in blood and sacrifice stuff um before i get something to manifest but this one just says listen to the audio so this is the easiest manifest that i've ever seen really um but no more than 20 times uh it's definitely got the correct clickbaity but it's got a clickbaity headline but or title it's only got like it doesn't have that many views no i mean you know it's not doing like two million views that's what i'm saying no, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's got, that. what, 1,300 views or something like that? It, yeah. I think the views honestly come from the thumbnail, which is a chick, <laughs> which is, which is uh, of a chick rocking her bulge, um, which, of course, we're supporters bulge out, um, but uh, <laughs> I think that's where the, most of the views come from. I It's just, it was too ridiculous to not talk about oh, at the end yeah, of the show. Enough. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's why I had to bring it up. I'm like, I can't not talk about this because it's just... Like I said, I want to know what happens after 20 times. It's like that article that said a uh, teenager who masturbated 48 times in day in one day dies or something like that. Jeez. <laughs> and somebody says, so 47 times is the limit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't so, even know. Like, dude, it, it's really like death by snoo snoo, but it's like suicide by snoo snoo because you're doing it to yourself. Death by snoo snoo. Like... The soul, the soul is willing, but the, the body is, is soft and bruised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Good old snoo, Futurama. Snoo. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah, this uh, is a pretty good hangout session, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed so, myself. Well, I mean, how could we not? 
Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but uh, to wrap it up, I hope you guys got some informa- uh, some interesting information about this. Always hit us up. Uh, we got ourselves a Facebook group. We've got ourselves Twitter accounts. That's trans underscore talk underscore men. Um, we've got ourselves an Instagram account. That's trans talk for men. We've got a Discord, which is super secret. So you have to get on our good side to get that one. Um, we got plenty of clips on YouTube. Yep, trans plenty- talk for men podcast. Hit it up. Hit it up. And uh, we have an email that's transtalkformen at gmail.com. Uh, leave us emails. Leave us uh, ideas for shows. Leave us your thoughts. Talk to us. You know, hit us up however you want. Um, as always, uh, follow us on or download, subscribe to our podcast on Google Music, uh, iTunes, stars, or please. Spotify. Five stars. Uh, leave. Well, it's, it's three stars, right, Chris? Leave three stars? Nope. Five. Five stars. Actually, I checked it, and we are at 4.3 stars. Good. Well, somebody, some dickhead that means left less than five fucking stars. Somebody. Somebody left a one. And they're a four-star guy. And you know what? You will never manifest yourself (laughs) a shemale tranny trap girlfriend effortlessly if you leave four four stars. That's just the truth of it. Mm -mm. Don't be a four-star guy. (laughs) Five stars all day. So what else um, do four star guys do? What? What else do four star guys do? Oh, what else do they do? Um, you know what? They send unsolicited dick pics. That's they, what four four star guys do. Four star guys show up to community events to hit on girls and drink all of the coffee. Um, yep. Like they don't leave any exactly. for anybody. They bring their fucking mega mug and they're like, "Hey, girl, you looking fine here? I know you're. I know you're crying because your dad just died, but." Uh, Boy, you're looking hot. Um, they can't help but be chasers because four-star guys can't control themselves. They can't. They can't. Five-star guys can, though. Oh, five-star guys are the best. So, so give us five stars on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play. Like, rate our podcast five stars always. Be Do a it. five-star guy. Do it. Do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and with that, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll catch you next time. I've been Eric. And I'm Chris. See you later. Peace.